You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. Wise Guys Podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media, and remember to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And rate, and review, and pray. I'm one of your hosts, Rudy Cardona, accompanied by the anti-socialist himself, Daniel Rosado. How you doing, Dan? He knows when you're sleeping, and he knows when you're awake. And we let this man into our homes every year. Why is this Okay. And we let him into the fridge. We let him into that fucking fridge. Don't ever let Eslam into your fridge. <laughs> Speaking of Eslam, breaking news on the story of the century. The cheese burglar himself. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Ramadonian rambunctious rascal himself. I would have gotten Rapscallion, but all right. Rapscallion, rascal. <laughs> Who knows? It depends on what news article you're listening to. <clears throat> if you're new to the show, Dan, myself, and the third member, Eslam, get together every week for your amusement to talk about various topics. We make you laugh. We make you cry. I, I don't know what else happens to you. I try not to make him cry. I mean, that's not a goal. You're anti-social. Come on. <laughs> if you've been following us, Eslam is uh, on a temporary leave of absence. The HR representative, Mrs. Romero, Alvarita. Mrs. Romero, uh, she is watching over him as he's on house arrest, and we are trying to get to the case of the missing cheese from the bologna sandwich in which he stole from Dan. Once again, I'm not a fan of bologna sandwiches. I'm not, I'm not getting that angle. I'm not getting it. As uh, you know, as a result of this investigation, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. You know, sexual harassment and things like that, and we believe. Bologna sandwiches are on the rise. So we've taken the initiative to hire a detective of our own. Who's that detective, Dan? I believe his name is Sherlock, but not the Sherlock you're thinking of. Nope, it's Sherlock Martinez. Sherlock Martinez. Sherlock Martinez, the greatest wizardry (laughs) detective out there in the world on the west coast of the Mississippi River. He's a wizard Just north detective <laughs> of the Dakota Fanning Tribunal. There's too much happening. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, Sherlock Martinez is out there. You might you might have seen him on uh on television. He's got a, a beard. He's got a, a little bit of dark skin. He thinks he's a little light skinned, but uh, my emoji thinks differently. Uh, he's got a hat on. It's like a you know a detective hat, and he's out there. He's he's about to solve this case, and we. And by we, I mean him, because I'm not supporting him in any way. Actually, I cannot talk about the legal actions in which I'm involved. He is out there checking this out. We've got to figure out what's going on with this cheese. We've got to figure out where that cheese is. For all we know, there are little cheese baby bells out there who are concerned where this slice is. And as a result, (laughs) 
He's not going to rest. No, no, he's not going to rest. It's a slice? It's one slice of cheese? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it could be two. Who knows? We don't know what he stole. All we know is that he was caught with the bologna. And he's full of it. He's full of that fucking bologna. <laughs> so watch out, Eslam. You can stay at home. You can stay behind Mrs. Alvarito Romero. But <laughs> Sherlock Martinez is on the case. And he's going to figure out what the fuck is going on. Now, back to the podcast. Uh, Dan, there's a lot of shit happening in the world. Apparently, uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Thank you, uh, news antagonist Rudy. Uh, it's my alter ego. You antagonize the news? <laughs> I antagonize <laughs> the news. Okay. I don't antagonize the news. He's the antagonist. I'm his alter ego. Anyway, PlayStation, Dan. PlayStation. Back to the back to the podcast, Dan. We gotta take this seriously, okay? You wanna you wanna stop fucking around? There's a cheese burglar out there. We need to get back to the news, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. PlayStation's changing things up. Finally. Change gonna come. Forgot the lyrics. Fuck. I don't know what that is. It's all good. Dan, <laughs> what's going on in the PlayStation world? Uh, after years and years of people wanting it since the PlayStation 3 days, correct? They are finally going to let people change their PSN profile names. Yes, finally. They are. Finally. Name changes. Name people, changes. This has people have been, been clamoring for this for some time now. They've been clamming up a storm. <laughs> clamming. Uh, yeah, no. For, for, for all that you don't know, Xbox has been doing name changes ever since the Xbox 360 days. Um, I'm trying to think if they had it on the original Xbox. No, I don't think so. I think they had 360 no, when don't, they had it. I don't think so. X- no, 360 is when they had the live, correct? Yeah. No, they had yeah. live on the original Xbox, but they didn't have uh, the dashboard. So that's mm-hmm. where I think the, the, the mm-hmm. gamer tags and things like that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been monetizing this for a very long time in reality. Uh, Xbox has been making a shitload of money for people who like to change their names out there. Who, it's like uh, 10 who bucks, don't right? like their names. For Xbox, yes, I believe it's ten dollars. I haven't on Xbox in a minute, but I mean, because I did change my name uh, on there. But I, I, I want to say, the first time you do it, it's free, and after that, it's ten bucks every time you want to do it. After, mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what it was. That's what it is, or at least what it was. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you interested out there, what's going on in the PlayStation world? So, the first PlayStation name change will be free of charge, mm-hmm. but change changes after that will cost you. Ten uh, nine ninety nine US dollars. I'll just say ten dollars. There's probably the tax option, there. Yeah. There's probably tax. These motherfuckers. They know. No one ever discloses the tax. It's not like the WWE Network, which is only nine ninety nine. No tax included. Or, or dare I say, New Japan Pro Wrestling World (NJPW World), which is only nine hundred and ninety nine yen. Now, are these people avoiding taxes? Hey, that's not my problem. I watch what I watch. I'm just saying, there's no taxes included. I am what I am, and that's from Popeye, the Watch sailor out. man. There could be a ta- <laughs> there could be a tax lawsuit happening between the United States government and the WWE, and the antagonist himself, Rudy Cardona, the alter ego, will be on this the moment it happens. And by me, I mean Dan, who will let me know. I mean him. What? The option to change your PlayStation name will cost you five dollars or four ninety nine for a PlayStation Plus. Oh shit! Yeah, hold yeah. up. PlayStation Time Plus people are getting a discount. And read this article. This is not the breaking news. This is Holy something that's shit. been said for I some time. I get a five dollar discount. Yeah. 
Is there really a $5 discount when you're paying a monthly fee? So, if you have PlayStation Plus, you're going to be getting a discounted rate for changing your name. So, yeah, the normal people without PlayStation Plus is 10 bucks, correct? Yes, sir. There you go. But there are some other details, dare I say flaws, to the system, which they are trying to work out. Have you gotten to that part in the flaws, article Dan? yet? Where are those flaws? Off the top of my head, if I remember correctly... There is, uh, first off, there's going to be a beta for people who have the PlayStation preview program. Is that what it's called? Yes, that's what it's called, Dan. So you have uh, people who are going to be able to do that and test it out like a beta, see if it works. And apparently, it's not going to be, the name changes are not going to work for all games. I'll take over. So what's happening is that, first of all, they're looking to give you an option so that your friends can see your previous name with your new name so they can recognize you. Mm -hmm. As Dan was saying, where it might not work on all platforms. <coughs> Excuse me. In all games. Uh, this feature is compatible, and I'm, I'm reading right from Polygon. Yep. This feature is compatible with PlayStation 4 games originally published after mm-hmm. April 1st, 2018. Not that long ago. And a large majority of the most played PlayStation 4 games that were released before this date. However, please note not all games and applications for PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation Vita systems are guaranteed to support the online ID change and users may occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. Mm-hmm. If for any reason you experience issues after changing your ID, you can revert back to your original ID for free at any time. You will only be able to revert once during the preview program. Reverting back to your old ID will solve most issues caused by the ID change. In addition, when this feature officially launches, a list of compatible games published before April 1st will be provided on PlayStation.com for you to reference before you make your change. So what are you getting out of that? I don't like it. It I'm, makes me feel like I'm almost at a disadvantage for changing my name. Well, this is all I care about, actually. Let me let me let me break this down. Let me mm-hmm. make it real clear. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't fuck up my trophies, mm-hmm. I'm fine. Because mm-hmm. in reality, I'm not going back to play old games based off of my save data. If if you're if I'm gonna go back to play old games, um, I don't I don't I don't see a real big issue. I mean, I'm going forward. We're going forward into the future, Dan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe some people are going back. But at the same time, you know, there are certain games out there that I'm concerned about, like uh, Rocket League. Rocket League came out before April 1st. But then again, it might be on the list. See, I, I want to I jump in real quick because they're saying uh, not all games before April 1st, 2018 are going to be working. Some will. And you have to imagine big games, big games that are specifically multiplayer focused, such as Rocket League, such as Destiny, such as uh, what's the other stupid one? Fortnite. All these games, they're the main focus is to play online with other people. You have to have a username involved and stuff like that. So I feel like they're gonna make it a point to fix those games and make it so that hey, you want to play this? We want you to play this. We still want to make money off of it and everything. We're gonna let you do that. We're gonna let you play that. But if you want to go back and play some random nobody cares uh, game, you might you might be out of luck there. That might not yeah. work for you. And and at the same time, like you, I play. Uh, I try to play mostly new games. I might jump back every once in a while and play something. Like I, I still have to finish uh, The First Life is Strange. Um, and that's an older game, I guess. But once again, if I, can't ch- if I can't change my name or if I can't change my name, whatever, that doesn't matter. There is no online capability there. So I, it shouldn't be a factor. But you don't, at the end of the day, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for the most part, like I said, I'm completely fine with it. Uh, 
as long as and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this point. So I'm not really gonna go back. I'm just gonna go forward when it comes to games. The only time, and it depends on what PlayStation Five is gonna do with their uh, their gaming backwards compa- compatibility. Whenever they get ready to announce that shit, whether or if not it's that back if it's happening, whether or not the backwards compatibility is actually gonna have an effect on the name change itself. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's about what kind of an effect it's gonna have because I would be terrified to change my name if it somehow fucks with the system and wipes all my trophy data. Yep. Like that's that's really where I'd be concerned about. Mm-hmm. If there is no concern for that and I can change my name and there is no concern and it doesn't mess up my save data going forward or it doesn't mess up my trophy data from the past, then I'm completely fine with it. Uh, I think this is long overdue. I think PlayStation has left a lot of money on the shelf not doing this years ago. Uh, well, they, I, they've I mean, had... like. They haven't been able to do it. I mean, now that we know about what's going on and they're trying to do, trying to give us a name change, people always thought it was a simple like, all right, hit the switch and boom, we're good to go. Apparently now we're learning that it's really not as simple as we all thought it was because they're but, telling us firsthand, like you, you're going to have issues. We're trying to fix it so that you don't, but you're probably going to have some issues. The problem is, is that they built the infrastructure of the trophies and the 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 IDs, the PlayStation IDs on a different platform than their online service. You know, when Xbox created their IDs and their, you know, their tro- like their achievements, everything was integrated into one system for Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. So there is nothing on Xbox that really has two different platforms working with each other. It's literally just one platform. You're paying for that, and it's all, you know, conjoined together. But mm-hmm. the fact that PlayStation kind of built theirs on layers is the problem because then each layer has to function with each other. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, this... It's it's just exciting news at this point, honestly. Until we figure out what's going to happen, what the the negativity things are, and if you know it, if it affects people in a negative way, mm-hmm. um, this could be either really good for PlayStation or it could be really bad for PlayStation. I mean, I I, I do want to jump in and say one thing. It's exciting for us. Uh, I figure if you're not as big a fan as we are, don't don't yawn at me. I'm not boring you. Nah, it, I had a headache. Like it started. <laughs> it's coming in. It's coming in on the sides here. I think it's this hat. Uh, maybe take it off. Um, so what, what I'm thinking is that it is exciting for us, but I mean, it's one of those things where I feel like if you mention it to the, somebody who's like, for example, Eslam, who's not into video games, he, he wouldn't care. He probably wouldn't think this is news. Um, he probably would say something like, don't pick a stupid name from the beginning and then you won't have an issue. But Eslam, but Eslam, a lot of these people made these names when they were kids. I mean, I remember listening to another podcast once where, uh, it, uh, P.S. I love you, XOXO. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, where, yeah, where they had uh, people call in, or not call in, they would write in and say, hey, please, Shuhei Yoshida, let us change our names. And they had these things. And one name always stuck with me. And I always felt that I hope that this person gets to change their name. And their PSN uh, profile was, I'm not gay, but $5 is $5. And I always thought that person <laughs> deserves to have their name changed. They're probably a dumb kid. <laughs> I don't want to. Did you see that name, or was that something you? <laughs> that was one of the things. That was one of the thing. Yeah, that they that you know people used to write in in that segment. Shuhei, mm-hmm. please let us change our names. And yeah, I'm not capable. Five dollars is five dollars. Uh, I'm concerned for the repercussions it's going to have with our our our, our friends on 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 the console because I know Josh, mm-hmm. and I know Josh loves the nickname Cheeks be clapping. He uh he saw oh, it one time on yeah. Xbox Live and he's fa- fallen in love. Everything he has now is Cheeks be clapping, except for his mobile game Clash Royale, which he put Cheek be clapping, and he didn't realize he forgot an S until it, I mentioned it. It just doesn't sound. And he's right. like, holy shit, I don't have an S. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, this is this is big news for us. Uh, those of us who are big fans, you have other people who now 2018 they they say they play video games but all they really do is go on they play Fortnite for five hours and they turn the console off you're not i mean yeah i guess you play video games i don't know if that necessarily makes you a gamer but that's what i mean do those people really care you know what i'm saying like they just steal bologna cheese sandwiches and then they go work security i don't think and they say they play games i don't think they go play mass effect for like an hour and then they go home i don't think that's uh yeah the the people who are currently playing Fortnite are not the same people that are playing uh, Mass Effect. I could I could tell you that right now. Yeah. Two very different people. <laughs> yeah. They might not be playing anything. They might have just got systems. They might just be owning systems <laughs> when they're starving children out there. Yeah. Who are just starving mm-hmm. for some gaming mm-hmm. activity. I get it. I get it. He did this. Fuck fuck Islam. <laughs> fuck fuck Islam and his cheese stealing ass sherlock martinez wherever you are go get his ass there it is what else is going on in the world dude all right so i want to talk a little bit about some wrestling i want to talk about some wwe news double double wwe um rudy have you ever heard of the world wrestling entertainment no but while i'm doing this podcast yeah i'd love to hear about it okay sure thing did they hear you he better have. <laughs> so, in WWE news, recently there was a pay-per-view, or WWE Network uh, exclusive pay-per-view, which is only nine ninety nine, And in the main event of that pay-per-view was one cerebral assassin, Triple H, with a heartbreak kid in his corner, Shawn Michaels, who is now bald. If those of you don't know, Shawn Michaels is bald. That's a pretty wait, big wait. deal. Pretty pretty big in information here. It's it's a cross tie between the two topics. Yeah. Just so you know, I had an Xbox gamer tag called Cerebral Assassin, and I didn't look up the spelling on how to, on how to spell his name. Cerebral means smart or intelligent. I. What did you spell wrong? Was it cerebral uh, or was it assassin? I think the way I spelled it was like cerebral, and then I spelled assassin wrong as assassin. Cerebral Assassin. Shuhei, thank you for letting us change our names. Yeah. So, Shawn Michaels, who is now bald, was in the corner of one Triple H. Triple H was going up against the dead man himself, the Phenom, the Undertaker. In his corner, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Kane. And they put on a match. It was the main event, and it was depressing. It was sad. What? It was two old men just trying to put on a match, and they tried, and they they were pulling out all the stops. They they fought out ringside. They used weapons. Sean and Kane. They got involved. They did every trick necessary to try to make it bigger than it was. But when you have an old wrestler coming back, there's a reason why they normally have him compete with somebody who's young and very good to make them look good. That's why you don't have two old people fight each other. With all due respect, that's The Undertaker, that's Kane. They're two of the greatest... I mean, that's Undertaker, that's Kane, that's Triple H, that's Sean. Those are four of the greatest wrestlers in wrestling history. But in 2018, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't do it. So what did WWE do about this? What what did they do about this, Rudy? They decided that at the next WWE Network exclusive pay-per-view, we're going to have in Saudi Arabia, once again, so Islam might make an appearance... 
He was there last time. He'll be there this time. As long as his ass gets off a of house arrest. There you go. <laughs> They're going to have a tag team match now. Undertaker and Kane, the Brothers of Destruction, versus D-Generation X, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. I'm going to stop you real quick. Is this an all-male pay-per-view again? Uh, it's going to be in Saudi Arabia, so I have to imagine that yes. Yes, it is. I'm 99% sure. I don't like Islam. Get, keep, get your eye out. Get well, your fucking eye out. before Crown Jewel, that's the name of the pay-per-view, happens, there is going to be a pay-per-view before that called WWE Evolution, which is an all-women's pay-per-view. No men. So that's happening right before it. Um, some say that WWE is setting that pay-per-view up to fail on purpose. I wouldn't say that. I'm just saying the card doesn't look as great as it could be. But uh, you're going to have a couple people come back there. Trish Stratus is going to be there. Lita's going to be there. You know, there's going to be a couple matches that seem somewhat interesting. But, uh, yeah, Shawn Michaels is now out of retirement. He's been retired for about eight and a half years. He was the one of the one guys that everybody said, that's it. He's he's the guy who, when he retires, he's going to stay retired. He's not going to pull a Hogan. He's not going to pull a Flair. He's not going to pull a Taker and yeah, stick around longer than he needs to be. But it looks like, about that. yeah. Well, you know what it is. When they went to uh, Saudi Arabia the first time, they got, I forgot how much money, but they got so much money. I feel like they gave a chunk of that to Sean. I was like, hey, you do some more fighting, you get this. And Sean just couldn't turn it down because they've been clamoring for him to come back for years. But. There you go, tag team match. Shawn Michaels, Heartbreak Kid. How why do you feel about bald, this? Dan? I want to know why he's bald. Well, I don't know if you remember. Shawn's been going bald for years. I mean, when he was still wrestling, that man was going bald. Like he had the long hair, but he was starting to pull off the Hulk Hogan. He was he was almost bald oh. and had long hair at the same time. So he he turned from a sexy boy to a to an old creep. Uh, not necessarily. He um, there was a little transition in between during last year's WrestleMania. He did cut his hair short. He basically just cut off the back and he had it up. A little bit, and that was apparently big news. I, it was all over the internet. The guy who cut uh, Sean's hair decided to post it on the internet without Sean's permission. Oh well, and, damn. Yeah, <laughs> and Sean actually, they interviewed about him. They interviewed him about it, and he was just like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with the haircut and everything, but that guy shouldn't have done it because he just lost some business." <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Sean Michaels, heartbreak it. Don't mess with. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he's bald now. And the way we found out was very interesting. Uh, Undertaker was setting him up for a tombstone pile driver on Monday Night Raw, and the hat came off, and the world was changed forever. The wow. heartbreak kid turned into the heartache kid, Shawn Michaels. Heartache kid, Shawn Michaels? <laughs> He's an old man. man now. He's an old man now, and it's sad. It's depressing. <sighs> it sounds sad. It sounds sad. <laughs> um, but but I, I, that's why I want to ask. How do you feel about old people coming back and still doing stuff like this man because it's something you see in wrestling you see it every once in a while in boxing like these guys need to stay away as much as i like him sean's my all-time favorite do you really need to come back maybe i'm okay with sean coming back but the other three you know it reminds me of football you know it's funny because one of the things that we've been seeing recently is a lot of these people going out on top, going out in their prime instead of waiting and being too long. Mm-hmm. And the the Hall of Famer Chris Carter said, one of the hardest things you can do and know what to do is when to leave before your time is up. He's like, it's it, it's it, hor- it's horrible to leave too late, mm-hmm. and it sucks to leave too early. But if you leave a little early. And you still are in pretty decent shape, then you, you got less to you got less to worry about. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and but, that's how um, you're going to be remembered. Yeah, exactly. Like your final impression probably, is what they're going to remember. 
Yeah, when people look at Megatron and they look at his, uh, you know, his history and everything like that. Yeah, he tried to take down Optimus Prime, but could he do it? No, and that's what we remember. Calvin Johnson, uh, <laughs> wide receiver, former wide receiver for the um, Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he literally just like pulled, said, "I'm out." Said, "I'm out." Uh, he was, I think, he was set up with the organization or whatever, maybe. But um, yeah, I mean, like it's like that's what, like when you said Sean retired, I was like, okay, good, because not only is he getting out of he's getting out of the younger guys' ways, but he's also getting out of the organization way. Yeah. you know what and I mean. Like in my no, go ahead, no, go okay. ahead, Mister 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 Peach. Peach uh, scarf. It's it's not peach. Um, what what I was gonna say? It's not a scarf. It's a towel. I just finished working out. It's sweaty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, out. Sean went out on top. He went out in what 2011, I believe it was, mm-hmm. where he uh fought the Undertaker at WrestleMania a second time. Uh, it was Sean Sean's career was on the line, and those two matches, those back to back WrestleManias, uh, 25 and 26. Those were two of the greatest matches I have ever seen, especially 25. That might be, or at least for some time it was, the greatest wrestling match I'd ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was an older Sean, it was an older taker, but not too old. Still young enough to show these young guys, like, we still, we, we still got this. And they went out on top. In my, in my opinion, Taker should have stopped right there too. I mean, Taker went on, he kept fighting, and he's just looking older. He's using too much black hair dye, especially in his beard. It don't look right, Taker. It don't look right. White face? What? I saw a picture of Undertaker <laughs> with a white face recently. Well, he's he's been white his whole career. No, maybe. I mean like a pale, <laughs> pale p- white paint on a face. No, I mean he used to do that back in the day when he first debuted, but not now. Now he's just old. That's just he, that's, he's closer maybe it was to just death. A reference. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's just a reference of how old he is. Yeah. I don't know. And you know what? Kane specifically, he wears the mask and he's got the fake long hair and everything, but Kane looks sad. Like when I looked at I just felt bad. I looked at Kane and I was like, Man, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're there. <laughs> he just looks surprised. He's got the mask on and everything, but he just looks sad. He's like, Yep, here I am. I'm the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, but I'm still I'm still here getting kicked in the balls by Shawn Michaels. So why is he there if he's the mayor? Because he's, he's, I don't know, I, once again, I'm sure he was offered a lot of money. And from what I hear, I believe uh, WWE donated uh, quite a decent amount of money to Knox County, Tennessee. Hmm. So, just saying. <laughs> I feel like there's a cardboard cutout of Glenn Jacobs Kane just sitting in his office <laughs> while he's out wrestling around the world. How often does he wrestle, being that he's the mayor? Because, I mean, I'm just saying, if I'm a follower of that Knox, uh, you know, his place, then... Knox County. Knox Tennessee. County, Tennessee. If I'm a follower of that spot, you know, and my mayor's not even chilling around here, and he's out here working. I mean, good. I mean, we gotta earn a living. Well, yeah, but, but at the same time, if if it is true that WWE donated this money, like that's because of his connections. Like he's like, hey, I'm not gonna be here, but here's some money. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. So yeah, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Sean Taker, they should have gone out years ago. They should have gone out when they're at the top of their game. They're still hanging around. I get it. I get that it's something you want to relive, but now a lot of people are saying, like, if they could get Sean back, there's one other person who's gone, stayed gone, and might be able to make the comeback. Don't say it. Don't you Don't you say it. Who is it? One Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, man. I felt it. I felt it. I felt it in my uh, my, my, my bones. He He's the one guy that when he retired, he did it, in my opinion, 
one of the most respectable ways ever. He didn't he make it, it. He didn't make it into a big deal. He fought The Rock for the third time at WrestleMania, one last time, WrestleMania 20, who he beat two previous or uh, two times at previous WrestleManias. He finally gave The Rock the rub. He finally gave Rock the win over him at a WrestleMania, and he quietly retired from wrestling. He might have stuck around to do uh, GM things or stuff like that, but then he kind of just went off, did his own thing. He rode off into the sunset, as he likes to say. And he, he said he, like, he'll come back to one-off appearances here and there at WrestleMania, maybe hit a stunner throughout his shoulder and complain about it for a year on his podcast. But the man stayed away from the business. He let the young guys take over. But like I said, if they could get Sean, who's to say they can't get Austin? Now, when you are comparing the two, we're, we're, when you're comparing the two as far as their bodies and the pain they've taken and things Sean's like that. Sean's always been in better shape. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. About to say. <laughs> um, Sean looks like say, he's in great shape now. Better put. Does he? Yeah. Well, I feel like another catalyst that got him back into it was that he's been training at the he's been helping training at the WPC, the Performance Center in Orlando. So I feel like he's helping all the younger guys train. So he's getting in the ring. He's telling you do this, do that. Don't go bald. And he's kind of like he's feeling it. Like I, I feel like he he's starting to think more. Is like, hey, they want to offer me this money. I feel like I'm still good to go. I could hang with these young guys in the training. Maybe I could do it again. So I feel like that's one thing. Sean stayed in good shape. Uh, I mean, Austin, from what I've seen, he's he's still in great shape too. Um, he was never at Sean's level uh, cardio-wise and stuff like that, I'd say. But st- Austin still – he could still go, I think, I, I would assume. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it sounds interesting, but it's like I said. You know, like my mentality is – I love the legends. Mm-hmm. I really do love the legends, but at the same time, it's you're not just retiring for you. Mm-hmm. You're retiring for for the you're retiring for the growth of the company. Mm-hmm. You're retiring for the growth of the young people. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I mean, like, yeah. like, look at fucking. No offense, but look at uh, Hulk Hogan. He overstayed his welcome. Way, way too long. Way past his prime. I company. could see him wrestling again too. I, I feel like yeah. he's going to try to do it again. And Ric Flair. That's Rick that's Flair that's who I wanted to bring up. Flair is considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest wrestler of all time. In my opinion, he's not, but he's up there. And I, as a wrestling fan, I think of Flair, and I think of different variations of Flair. You, you're not as much of a wrestling fan. When you think of Ric Flair, which Flair do you think of? I, I'm assuming it's old man Ric Flair. Uh, old, old man Flair. That's what I'm saying. And that's how old a lot of people... up. That's how a lot of people remember Flair. And it's it's almost sad. It's disappointing. Like that's yeah. not Ric Flair. That's that's the thing. Actually, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, I, when I saw Old Man Flair, Old Man, my, my joints are flaring. Um, and I saw the documentary about his past, and I saw I saw about how much it actually it, it, in reality the foundation of the WWE is built on Ric Flair. It, it, it like nope. Him having the belt and bringing it over to the WWE when the when the when the when the tribes were still going on. Sanctions. Go for it. Sections? Oh, man. Uh, territories. There you the go. Back in the territory days. The territories. I'm thinking of gangs. When the territories were going on, Ric Flair had the championship belt. And he said, you know what, Vince? I got it. I'm the NWA it. World's and, Heavyweight Championship. And he brought it. And, it. and he has such an impact. Not only that, but he was also very flamboyant. So yeah, it's but like I mean, was, WWF was already big at that point. Like. It's cool that they got Flair, but honestly, they didn't need Flair. It was kind of just like a, like a little, like fu to the other companies. Like, hey, look who we got. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like Flair, don't get me wrong. Flair is important, but in WWF history, 
he's, he, I mean, he's there. Is he really? He's important to wrestling as a whole, but to WWF, WWF, he's more old man flair. All I'm saying is that when I saw him, he was old man flair, mm-hmm. and yes, the way you're talking about him, uh, it is sad. Nah. I didn't get to see young man flair. It's like Hulk Hogan to me. When I first saw Hulk Hogan, he was, you know, he was, he was Hulk Hogan. And then when he got to the NWO, and then I started seeing him just stick around way too long, then he was old man Hogan. No, I mean, NWO Hogan was still, I mean, NWO Hogan helped his career because old Hogan was getting boring. So he, he wore the black, he got he got the dye on part of his beard, and instead of brother, part he would say breh. I mean, <laughs> let me tell you something, okay. breh. But his thing was, his thing was he, uh, he he changed his career. He did what a he did what Chris Jericho does, and what Jericho does is amazing. That man still wrestles. He did what a Christian does. <laughs> Chris Jericho he still wrestles, but he yeah. innovates. He changes his style. He changes the way he looks, and that man is always at the top of his game. If they could pull a Jericho, I'll be cool with that because Jericho's just changing the game. But I don't know. Yeah, but Jericho just he just seems young. He seems like a hipster. That's that's just a scary. Yeah, but if you listen to his podcast, you just hear all you hear is somebody's dad. Like that's Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just some old dude talking about yeah back back in the day, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, yeah, yeah. it just stops. It just stops the story right there. He is old. He he's fucking dying. But no, with that being said, I have all the respect for all these guys, including Jericho. But I don't know, man. Just maybe if you have to come back. Once, maybe do a little spot. You don't have to do a match. Do what Stone Cold does. He shows up, he hits a stunner, he goes away. You know what I'm saying? This fucking creeps back into the shadows. <laughs> no, yeah, man, I'm just, yeah. It's like you said, though. You know, it's funny. I never thought of it that way. But new kids that are getting into wrestling now that will see old man Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. are just going to see him as old man Shawn Michaels. They're not going to know what he is, where he came from, what he did. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. You got a few know. people and like me. Like, like, we, I go back and I look at the history of wrestling. I could tell you the original Nature Boy who Ric Flair earned the name from. That's why I've seen young Ric Flair. That's why I know. I, I've seen Flair's career. Not everybody's gone out of their way to do that. So it's like a lot of people, like when Daniel Bryan came back and was able to wrestle again, that's one of those things where it's just like, oh, this general manager is going to be a wrestler now? I'm like, no, that's Daniel Bryan. Like, he was at the top of his game when he had to retire. But mm-hmm. do these young kids know that? No. No. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's the, that's the concern because if you really think about it, like, we're pushing the topic, but it's all right. It's just that, you know, like, for me, one of the greatest feelings I get from watching certain documentaries by the NFL is I get to look back at the history mm-hmm. without having to think of a negative way of these people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the Nigerian Nightmare. One of the be- one of the one of the better running backs of the Kansas City Chiefs and put you know s- some hit and pain on people. Hey, who is but, this person? What is his name? I, I, I don't know. Okay, it's the Nigerian nightmare. I mean, he has a you, name. You don't, when you you're just too scared to really know his name. Anyway, I'll look it up. I, I go ahead. Know. But the but the point is is that had I just like if you if I just saw him today I'd be like that guy's right. Like Jim Brown. Let's see. Let's go to Jim Brown. You look at Jim Brown today. That man. Is a living legend, but he is—he's almost—he's got one foot in the grave. Oh man, I'm gonna pronounce this incorrectly. Hit it, Dan. Hit it. Hang on, I'm—I'm I'm trying to see if there's a phonetic spelling. Nope. Christian Emeka Okoye. 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 Christian Okoye. Sorry. There you go. 
But it's like I said, Jim Brown. Jim Brown's arguably one of the best running backs in the history of the NFL. But if you look at him now on the sidelines on the Browns, the man's just he he's dying. He's just dying out there. But if you look back at his highlights, this man changed the game. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Go back. Go back. Learn about where these people came from, what they did, and why the business is the way it is. And that doesn't go for wrestling or football. It goes for everything. Go back. Go back to episode one, season one of the Los Wise Guys podcast and give us those downloads, man. We need them. <laughs> yeah. Because you motherfuckers not subscribing. <laughs> like my family. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I had to go on people's phones and click subscribe. No. No. Rate, review, subscribe. Pray. Like the show. Everything. Like the show. We put a comment. We put a lot of heart, give soul, us and tears. You know? Into this podcast. I guess the comments is reviews. Give us good reviews. If you got something bad to say, then shut up. I don't want to hear it. Just write something good. <laughs> we need them. Yeah. We need them bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, tune in. Keep tuning in. Keep tuning in. Because as, as, as Islam is still on house arrest, the stories are going to keep on coming. Definitely check out Dan's Jesus Pieces. Yep. Found in the description of the podcast. That is another ongoing story that we like to include related to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, um, on the latest episode, uh, Professor Utonium had launched his secret project to go after the monster known as Steve in the city of Townsville. Steve. Steve. Now I'm just gonna say, it's unexpected what he what he threw at Steve. I don't know if anybody saw this coming. And all I'm saying about Islam is uh, he's a bastard, and uh, we don't know how long this is gonna pull out. That that sounded wrong. We don't know how long this is going to carry out, but uh, Sherlock Martinez is on the case, and he's not going to rest. And if we don't care if this has to go all the way to the Supreme Court, usually I know what you're thinking. Things like this don't go up to the Supreme Court. Usually it's handled as civil or criminal. But Eslam, not, not even. This just doesn't get handled. <laughs> it handles. It gets handled. The baby bells out there are crying over spilled milk. Did he, and, did he spill milk while he was and at rotten there? cheese? We don't know. Sherlock Martinez is going to hit me with the info mm-hmm. in the coming weeks, mm-hmm. and I'm going to reply it back on this podcast. I'm going to give you his scoop. Mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. He's not allowed to talk about uh, evidence like that. Well, you know, this is public record because we can't let cheeseburgers go out there, come into a to a to a, a fridge near you, and fuck your shit up. So Sherlock Martinez is going to give me the scoop. I'm going to present it on this podcast. We're going to continue this layout of story. And uh, I'm going to have to talk to Alvarita Romero about her fucking working in this building. Uh, She might have to look for a new job. Hashtag me too. (laughs) Hashtag me too. Have a great week. The audio is not syncing. Shut up for a second. Say you're recording then. How am I supposed to?